One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombus donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit juvederm.com. That's J U V E D E R M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Legends Only, your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about Legends Only. <sighs> What a week it's been. So. What? week before we get started as always we would like to give a huge shout out to all of our patreon legends only fans on patreon.com slash legends only and if you have not done so already we have a discord a what do we, a, do we even just the legends only discord right yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um it is essentially a mix of aol instant messenger and slack It's better than Twitter. And you can come on there. You can chat with us. There's all these different channels. And um, yeah, we'll be, I'll be more active there this week because um, if you don't know, I have now two strikes from Twitter this week alone. Um, I did a Joe Biden meme. I was flagged and warned by Twitter for manipulated media. It's about time, frankly, in my opinion. <laughs> Honestly, I'm ahead of my time. I have been created, creating manipulated media for years now, but my intentions are not bad. I just, it takes them four years of a Trump presidency for them to finally flag one of his tweets, but you? Literally. <laughs> literally. Um, and then I also got flagged for the A Thousand Doves edit that I did. So actually, I'm at three strikes this week. I have one strike for Give Me More. One strike for a thousand doves, and then I got another strike overnight last night for a meme of James Charles doing his apology video, and then I just edit in "Slumber Party," the brand new single from Britney Spears off her album "Glory." Like I'm basically gonna be taken off and banned from Twitter at any moment. So 
come join us on Discord. Uh, long story short is I fucking hate Twitter and I'm done with it. And so all of my video edits are going to be posted on Tumblr and Discord. So not sponsored, but find me there. Yeah. And I will also make a better effort to be the, on there more often. However, I did not get banned for posting a TikTok of a Dalmatian, not a Dalmatian, a Dachshund, listening to Exile from Taylor Swift's Folklore, looking longingly out the window with a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> so if you'd like, you can check that out on Twitter before we all jump ship to Honestly. Dis- it's going to happen. I'm just waiting well, for you. Well, you know what? We're, that's also the last TikTok you'll ever see because that's being banned too. That also happened this week. So uh, Sunday, meant to be a day of rest. But <laughs> but not for the U.S. government. <laughs> um, yeah, so TikTok, as of this Sunday, you will no longer be able to download it. So hope that you downloaded it uh, before you heard this because you won't be able to now. Um <laughs> If for all the Addison Ray stands out there, if you don't have TikTok by now, you need it or else you will not be able to see her do the savage dance anymore. I can't. And then um so the download ban is this weekend, but then the actual ban is coming in November where they're like content cannot be uploaded on it. So it's got a little sweet spot here where we'll be able to um use the platform until it's taken down. Now I've seen Miss Charlie D'Amelio uh added um Triller. She's on Triller now, and all the girls are jumping to Triller. Um, I'm exhausted. I don't have time to download another app. iOS 14 just came out. I can't even figure out how to put a calendar widget. Yeah, iOS 14. I'm on that now. I got the widgets. I don't understand it, but I have it in case I need it. I would just like to um, factory reset my phone and throw it out the window, honestly. Um. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's like Chiller, Thriller, Dina, Diana, TikTok, TikTok, Vine, Twitter, Discord. Whatever your name is. Tumblr, MySpace, Facebook. I (sighs) Join us on Patreon.com slash Legends Only. (laughs) Also a new app. (laughs) In short. Um, Yeah, so what do you think is actually going to happen with TikTok? So the weird thing is I... So the U.S. operations were just acquired, right, from this company, this other company. And so I don't know. I mean, to put on my tinfoil hat here, as we've talked about, it doesn't make sense that their excuse is that they're stealing our information because every app steals our information. We all know this. So it's like... Right, like Facebook should have been banned five years ago. ago, if that's the... yeah. It's like, and they've already found that Instagram is maybe like turning on your camera by accident through a bug. Like there's all this shit that's like, it's invasive. All We know this. So it's like, is he trying to promote a sort of like a arms race to get to TikTok first and then the US claims it and there's some big success story there? Or I, I'm unclear because I don't really buy the security risk thing because all my phones know all my business, all my apps so right. I don't really... And you can also remedy that on the back end pretty easily. Right. So I'm not buying it, but uh, clearly he's mad because he doesn't know how to do the say-so dance or something, and he's mad about it. I don't know. But I do think it will not be wise to turn Gen Z against him. They will they will all vote en masse against him if, he, if they cannot see their um, hype house. So yeah. I don't know about this. I will say I think think it will get shut down i think the timing november 12th is on purpose 
Mm. Um, it's after the election, so it's not going to piss anyone off even more. Um, Interesting. But I very much feel like it is a um, a selfish, retaliatory, I don't know if that's a word, mm-hmm. uh, a move done in retaliation for getting trolled by Gen Z on TikTok. Like, it is 1,000% a oh, personal. personal vendetta against teens who outsmarted and outwitted outlasted what's that from um is that survivor yes oh. that's the survivor logo <laughs> yeah <I was> like, <laughs> oh that is the survivor logo um i was like is that a song oh no how does that song go where it's like <laughs> new tiktok um sorry my brain is all over the place um yeah, I think he's mad at Charlie D'Amelio and K-pop Personally, fans. For you know what? I, I I could see that. That is 100% something that he would do. So oh. anyway, um, I always knew that Charlie was going to lead the revolution in the end. So I saw her um, ad in Dunkin' Donuts today. She has an ad in Dunkin' Donuts? Oh, yeah. You know the screens? Well, they're like the giant menus now. They're all like screens. Uh huh. Um, it was like Charlie D'Amelio's face was like in Dunkin' Donuts, like sipping her drink, and it was like introducing the Charlie. And I was no. sitting there holding my little baggie from my mobile order, and I was like, you know what? I have been giving you promo, free promo, <laughs> for ten fucking years, and I can't even get a goddamn coupon. One coupon. Wow, Charlie definitely doesn't even like Dunkin'. We or maybe pay she does, your bills. <laughs> Literally. I actually think that's a lie. She's like always holding like a cup of something. So Literally. anyway. My hash browns every single morning. We pay your bills. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. All right. Well. I'm not jealous. Know. I swear. No. We keeping up with the Demelios coming up soon on E. <laughs> well, if E. I mean, honestly, I think it's still is. on the air. That's true. Anyway. Um. What else is going on? Oh, <laughs> also this week, 15 years of fantasy. Everybody has one. Yeah, everyone's got many at this point. Um, yeah, congratulations to Elizabeth Arden and the, the fantasy promo team for um, 15 tireless years of 75 offshoots of fantasy, circus fantasy, intimate fantasy, private fantasy, public fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Now I will say there was something that happened here that I was like, "Ooh." So she tweeted and I got the notification cuz I have her on alerts. Uh-huh. And I clicked the alert and it was gone. But did you know that I have a bot on our Discord? I know there's a bot. Yeah. Yeah, what, so there's a little bot. bot His name is Legends Only Bot. Uh-huh. Um and he pulls in our tweets whenever we tweet. And even deleted ones. So the second we tweet, it's always recorded on the by the little legends only oh, bot. Good. That's exactly what I need. Yeah. So um, I actually tweeted something that like my doctor told me that was like really negative, and I um, I tweeted it and then I deleted it because I was like, oh, this is like you know uh, I don't want to scare anybody, but like the legends only bot caught it. But I went to Discord because I was like legends only bot. I have him set to get Britney's tweets, and sure enough, it caught it. But then she retweeted it anyway. Oh, so it was just the same image? Yeah. 
Oh. And there was no well, misspelling. So I was like, what was that deleted tweet? So maybe just it was know, a higher res image. Probably. Um, just know that if Brittany tweets, it will be caught by our bot on Discord. Got her. <laughs> Got her. Yeah. And you and me too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, way to get us quickly dragged if we tweet something right by accident. Oh, my God. Great. Well, yes. Happy 15 years of fantasy. Didn't she also come out of Twitter retirement to, quote, tweet that? I think so. Great. The cupcake <laughs> image was really something else with the fake font signature. Yeah. I... Yeah. Great thing to do at this time Yeah, for her. <laughs> like, I just, her fucking team. Anyway. Anyway. <sighs> well, um, that was just a few of the things that have happened in the past seven days. But you know what? We're here to have fun. So Some fun fantasy. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. What's that? <laughs> um, yeah. Fun is just a fantasy in 2020 anyway. Literally. Um, so in short, this week has been absolute shit. So why don't we start this week off or this episode off on a high note, shall we? High fashion. <laughs> So Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my god, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. Yes, girls. Um, fashion. What do we Heard have it. this week? Yes, we do have some fashionable um, picks for the week. Uh, starting with, I will give a, a special shout out to my ex, but not my ex. That's just a song that they sing. Miss Little Mix, plural, Mrs. The queens of uh, Holiday and Breakup Song are coming out with an album. And to promote their album, they went on BBC Radio 1 and they wore, I would say, a high fashion ensemble. Uh, They all looked very fashionable and they posed for pictures outside the studio. Um, So they announced their album Confetti and they gave us... I love that Hilary Duff song. (laughs) They are promoting Breathe In, Breathe Out 2015 studio album by Hilary Duff. Why did the gays let sparks flop promo? Uh, Confetti is coming soon. Now, before we get into that, special shout out to Miss Jessie of Belegda fame. Iconic. She had a little moment on Live Lounge that I will say is very relatable. She unfortunately had a panic attack right before they covered a Harry Styles song. And unfortunately, it was captured live on the stream, and the fans were, like, understandably very shaken up by it. She looked uh, very panicked. She cried a little bit. And um, she later posted on her Instagram that that was indeed a panic attack, that um, Jade effortlessly stepped in and sang her lines for her, like a professional that they are. And she's all good and... I just thought it was cool to be, not that it happened, but that she was so transparent about it. She's been transparent about anxiety in the past. And, you know, not that it's ideal for people to see that, but it's cool to show that she's a real person and that that happened. And I mean, Jessie, I stand Queen Jessie. Um, she's, she's got her memes and... Oh, how do you... <laughs> it's iconic. It really is. And so proud of her powering through power promo and uh yeah Speaking so we get vine to... though with her because that was a moment that went viral because of vine it was a vine moment their confetti she... promo also had a little vine moment 
with oh my god you're right the glitter girl i don't even know what's her name i don't know that we know the name of her um but it is jade who posted the glitter girl um jade has a very good sense of humor she does the internet very well and she posted (laughs) now if you were online and if you're a mixer or even if you're just in the pop world you'll know that there was mixed reaction to that album cover uh um, some might say it's a Photoshop blend from 2006. Which is fine, you know. Which is fine, and frankly, it might be coming back into fashion because it's vintage, officially. Pussycat Dolls album cover tease. Very that. Um, they're all in glitter eye looks, and Jade very appropriately just posted a side-by-side of her, and what are we going to call our Vine girl? Like, Wasn't glitter she listening over? to Stay With Me? I think so. By Sam yeah. Smith. I believe that's right. I feel like we can just call her Glitter Girl. Glitter Girl. She's yeah, an icon. She like... She's a legend. And she is the moment. She looks sort of hungover and glittery. She's like four. And uh, I gotta say, that is kind of the look. They pulled it off. It is and such a look. It's such a look. So, kudos to the girls. Album six is coming. Named after Hilary Duff's song. Isn't it so crazy how Vine's impact has like still stuck seven years it, later? It is crazy. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that it blew up so fast, so quick. And like we have all those Vine compilations that people still watch on YouTube. Oh my God. They're... Shout out to Valium Village. If you need a laugh today, keep listening to this podcast. But. <laughs> Also pause and look up Valium Village, like montage of Vine on, it's so funny. It is like one of my favorite accounts ever. What's my favorite one? The vegetables? I'll have the vegetables. (laughs) Hurricane (laughs) Katrina. More like Hurricane Stormzilla. (laughs) I had such an embarrassing moment with that Vine. I quoted that once in a break room. Oh no. Because there was tortilla chips. Not tortilla, tortilla chips. Um, I was like, Hurricane Katrina. And like, literally everyone was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, no one saw that vine. They're like, what? (laughs) So embarrassing. That's a low moment. Yeah, Um, that's great. Also, the girl, um, speaking of TikTok and Vine, the girl who was like, everyone keeps saying I'm like two, nine years old. I'm 11, so shut the fuck up. She is on TikTok. I mean, a lot of them are now, and they do little reaction TikToks. Oh, it's so wild. It is. Truly iconic. Why don't they just bring that back? Can someone just hit, like, on the fucking servers and just bring it back? (laughs) I don't understand. Anyway, um, speaking of things uh, from the past, uh, my high fashion moment this week, um, I have two. One's a joke and one's serious. Photo Bucket launched a new makeover for 2020 you know blast from the past i got this email that was like log back in and check out our brand new makeover with like a new logo and i was like what the fuck so i log in and guess what was there what my album from my digital camera from american idol season four the first concert that i ever went to in my entire life the photo of me meeting Diana DeGarmo and oh, no. Diana's signature on my ticket. I was like, 
how is this still on the internet? I'm almost positive I deleted you a decade ago. Oh my God. So back to your point before about how (laughs) all these websites have your shit. My photo bucket certainly does. It's got all my blends from LiveJournal and previous. It's got um, some pretty unfortunate self-photo shoots. uh, And, you know, definitely... I'm I'm scrolling through it now because you said that there was a new. Oh my god! No, we should do a photo bucket trade off. Yeah, a photo bucket expose on Discord right. where we just show the girls our blends. The ones of me describing myself for Live Journal are really ooh. It's like Bradley, fifteen, Jewish, loves chocolate chip cookie dough. <laughs> it, it's just not great. Anyway. Um, I'm going to have to dig through mine. Oof. That's all I'll say. Well, that was one of my shout outs. But the other one was, um, this is literally a billboard. Uh, Our Stephanie was on the cover of the actual billboard magazine. (laughs) That could be a billboard. And it was. Yeah. And the whole photo shoot, I was like, okay, Miss Stephanie is still giving me Chromatica fantasy. And I'm very into it. Yes, shout out to my friend Nolan, who did that cover story with Miss Gaga. Um, great story inside as well. She covered a lot of a lot of different things. One of the things that came out of it was Gaga and her manager talked about basically how many things slipped away from their grasp as everything hit. You know, they were like, there would be no surprise performance. There would be no this, that. I mean, they, they confirmed what everybody assumed, which is that this was going to be a huge experience that just totally got the wind sucked out of it which sucks but you know it was almost it's not nice to hear but it's like okay yeah there were like big plans in the works because obviously we'll get to 911 but it has felt very minimal in a lot of ways yeah so i think they're almost like recovering from all of the losses of what this was going to be i mean she was going to be on chromatica ball and all right of that now right yeah i think so wasn't it like just supposed to kick off yeah our Stephanie but we do have a chromatic moment to discuss later in this episode yeah well in addition to our Stephanie we have some new music so what are your recommendations kick it off Brad okay well one of the big ones that I talked about earlier in the week if you've been if you've been following my website Mew Muse is an album by dear friend Tom Aspall, who you might know already for writing songs for the likes of Kylie Minogue, Aluna George, Luis. Um, the, there's plenty, actually. And he's got some really good dance collaborations that really took off. But his solo debut happened finally this week. Um, Black Country Disco, inspired by... See, I'm doing a lot. I'm learning a lot about geography. Um, I thought England was just London. Let's Apparently, talk there. about geography and keep it confidential, you and me. <laughs> and I thought England was just, you know, London, but apparently there's other places there. Um, yeah, Paris including... and Tokyo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Something going on everywhere you go. <laughs> just those are the three cities of England. That's what I thought. <laughs> and then apparently there's a whole like uh, area called the Black Country, and that includes. The, that's like the West Mid Midlands, and uh, everyone who's listening from the UK is unsubscribing in mass. Oh, they unsubscribed last week. 
That's true. Yeah, I um, trust me. I heard your feedback loud and clear. <laughs> yeah, about, about the how embarrassed them. I should be. I saw, um, I believe, like sixty-four thousand people signed a change.org petition to have me removed from this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's about learning and growing and changing and sharing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Tom is huge pop nerd and it really comes through in his album it's like a huge gay disco album sad bangers i highly recommend it i know that a lot of people heard about it for the first time this week and i saw a lot of tweets saying thanks for the recommendation and that they also really liked it and uh i i uh i think we've also recommended his songs along the way as he's released his singles Mm -hmm. and um as a whole album he wanted it to work like confessions he was inspired by the sequencing of that album as a continuous mix and it totally works as it's like from breakup to moving home to finding serenity again and i just think it totally works it's a half hour experience highly recommend it for the this one's for the gays this one it is i really like this album a lot it reminds me of, and this is a compliment, the Studio Killers. Ooh, I love that. That's right? a really yes. I was like, yes, oh, this is yes. like gay disco. Like, do you remember? Oh, like the so you know Studio Killers, but not ABBA. <laughs> Are they? What's the? I mean, it's just so much more obscure, in my opinion. They're like oh. Danish, British, sort of. Well, like... We've talked about this before. My frame of reference in life is uh, off. Yeah. Skewed. It's um, unique. It's very unique. Um, oh my God, I love the studio where she's like, that like big tit bitch where she's like strutting and she's like, <laughs> bouncer. Oh, bouncer. Um, yes, cherry, cherry, cherry. Yes, totally. queen of pop. Um, queen of pop. They're basically, for those who don't know, they're like gay, fierce uh, gorillas. Yes, exactly. Not, not like the the animal, but the, the band, the, the virtual band that performed once with Madonna. Mm-hmm. I also love um, Eros and Apollo, Apollo, whatever. Oh, absolutely. Oh, so good. I should do an album like that. I feel like I could sing in that voice. You could just, yeah, and you just pitch it up and down. So Anyway, you can well, just coming soon, my album. <laughs> Releasing on <laughs> 9. one coming soon. 10-1. Um, no, in all seriousness, um, this album reminds me of Studio Killers. That is a high compliment from is. my frame of reference. I also, the standout track for me is Carnelian. Now, Ooh, yes. I don't know what a, like a, what that is, if that's an animal or like a thing. It's like, I had to look it up too, but it's like a, it's a gem. Like a stone? It's like the, yeah, a stone. Okay, a stone. Like a rock. Like okay. Orange colored, um, a mineral of the quartz family, it says. Oh. Brownish red. Chic. It also gives me, and this is like, I hope this doesn't sound weird, but like sonically, it reminds me of like Michael Jackson a little bit. I mean, that's certainly a compliment to be yes. compared to I was musically. Like, this so. is Michael Jackson sonically meets Studio Killers and very much enjoyed it. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's Had it on definitely... repeat. Oh, we love repeat. Oh, which brings me to my next one, which I actually forgot to write down, but it's the only thing I'm listening to. Um, there is a band called Lucia and the Best Boys, fronted by, you know, Lucia. Um, they are from Glasgow, which is also, <laughs> it's not London, as I've learned. And uh, they have a song called Perfectly Untrue. 
I only listen to this song. I listen to it all the time when I work out. I listen in the shower. I listen everywhere. I am obsessed with this song, Lucia and the Best Boys. It's called Perfectly Untrue. It reminds me of, I don't even know, like the Cardigans, R.E.M., something like that. And it it's just, it's about, you know, pretending you're fine when you're not really fine. So it also feels very relevant to the year. It's very like pretending everything's okay, being good at lying, fine on the outside, inside I'm dying, very that. So I highly recommend this song. I don't know. I, I think the video's coming soon. So Okay, I'm looking that one up. <laughs> Definitely look that one up. It's just a really good one. And then moving on, we have Sam Smith is just doing it. Mm-hmm. They like this has just been we talked about it. Dancing with the Stranger, How Do You Sleep? The Donna Summer cover. Oh yes. Oasis with my Oasis. Like it's it's all right for me. And so Sam finally announced an album. Love Goes coming end of October and the latest single is called Diamonds. Diamonds. Oh, we really need a RIP Big Ants. But Big Ange would approve of this song. It's so good. It's so good. Once again, going for a more a more dancey moment, which I'll always appreciate. Sam's origins are like with disclosure, so this is totally on board with that. And it's a it's another I'm sad but I'm shaking it off kind of song and it's specifically about an ex who's was only in it for money and uh feels very personal. So I want this song on instrumental. Oh, yes. Like I would love you for someone glory. Yes. <laughs> and then get banned from Twitter. Um, right. I feel like all of these songs lately would make such a good instrumental just, you know, uh, compilation like a endless mix oh i love that i don't know it also speaking of studio killers they put their albums out as like a full normal one and then an instrumental record and it's like the same obviously but it is also two different experiences in a way yes Just i highly idea. no i know that is a really and it's like if you've got the material right there you yeah. could just do that. Some Imogen people Heap has that. done it in the past. And I just wonder, you know, like, especially if you want your songs to be DJed, it's like, here you go, give the instrumentals, they can pull out the acapellas and they can do all the fun things with that. So yeah, it's a concept. But anyway, look out for Love Goes coming at the end of October. And frankly, based on this track list, it's, it's like already so, so good. Dancing with the Stranger with Normani, How Do You Sleep? Um, the one we don't love so much, of course, is I'm Ready with Demi. But we, yeah, you know, you know it's a little blip. A little blip. But otherwise. It's okay not to be okay. <laughs> Bop. It's I'm okay still bopping to, to that one, one now. Yeah. yeah, literally. <laughs> anyway, kudos to Sam once again. Well, speaking now. of albums, <laughs> it's now time to put on my aviator hat because we are going to Ava Matica. With Miss Ava Max's Heaven and Hell, Maxinista's Rise Up, This Is Our Time. Uh, I actually really enjoyed this album. That's nice. (laughs) I think there's something so fascinating about Ava Max, like in general, because obviously the first thing is like, this is very Gaga. This is super 2008 to 2010 pop. Um, little monsters some of them not so favorable towards her and her whole shtick has been 
that she cuts off half of her hair. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that logo thing. is so lopsided. Uh, and I find it all fascinating. She's doing like really like degrade versions of of everything that our pop queens have done, kind of like just any old concept. Like I've yeah. seen her kind of do promo picks for everything, and so I'll I, say this. The song uh-huh. Freaking Me Out is a fucking bop. Yeah, it really so is. So good. Now, I don't <laughs> understand why she is so blatantly knocking off old school Gaga. Yeah. Like, that's just where I'm confused. And, like, the promo photos from this new album, I'm going to say it. It is Kmart Chromatica to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I find that fascinating. I'm, I'm like... Ava TJ Maxx. it's basically right but i'm also like i have a soft spot for it at the same time because i'm like this is so it almost reminds me of like euro pop kind of like cascada sort of things where it's like september yes where it's sort of like so good live too yes that's true opened for the jonas brothers just want to point that out yes she did i like i don't you know i'm not really taking it seriously as like oh she's coming for the throne but i'm like I enjoy like a cheesy pop moment and I feel like this is very much biting things that I enjoy. So I like it. I don't think she's taken anybody's place, but I'm not mad at these songs. Uh, Torn. I still really enjoy um, even. Oh my God, what's happening. Uh, the naked is the new one and she's biting um, the fifth element. She looks just like Mia Jovovich in the, that like white outfit. Yeah. It's all very, like, referential, which, I mean, I do love a reference. It's just obviously done really Mm. cheap. It's very cheaply done. It's not even that. I don't... The thing is, it's not... I see, I feel bad being negative because I don't want to be rude. I think a lot of the the criticism is that she has no uh, carved-out identity of her own. Right. It feels like copycatting. Yeah. But, I yes, I do get your point of, like, she's clearly trying to pay reference but like it's just doesn't come across like that no 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 i i hear i hear it loud and clear that it's she also just like looks like physically she looks very similar to gaga yeah she does and you know she did kind of give us that sort of self-empowerment born this way moment with um so am i that sort of like uh yeah the same sort of messaging of it and like i'm a weirdo but like her weirdness appears to be because she cuts off half her hair. <laughs> because yeah. of, I mean, I don't know. I'm just kind of fascinated by it. And uh, it's kind of bold, in my opinion, just to be kind of that much of a ripoff in a lot of ways. Um, I don't think it's it's not changing the game or anything. It's just kind of like a collection of fun pop songs. I think it's all with Circuit. And uh, I don't know. I, I think I like, I don't want to say ironically, Stan, because that's boring to be like a fake... I, I think the music is fun and good. It's just her being is like, okay, we just, it's too much like other people we know, specifically Gaga. Yeah. And Stephanie Light. Stephanie Light, for sure. I also think she's doing better in Europe, which is interesting. I think like her streaming numbers are better there. So that's interesting, which just kind of lends itself to the argument that like she's kind of like a, a Euro dance queen kind yeah. of situation. I think she just needs to exaggerate her look more. Like, I think she just needs to go full. Like, your name is Ava Max, so take it to the max. Because right now you're giving me Ava Min. Okay? (laughs) Like, 
her past few songs, just looking from her discographies page, like have hit the top 10 in several European countries and they, they're not scratching the surface of the U S except for Kings and Queens, which I know that that's a big TikTok moment. That had a that was a, a viral moment. Is Kings and Queens? Is that the one where it's like all of the kings and the queens on oh, the thrones yes. are and dancing on our own? Yeah, yep. Leland wrote that actually, but you know, it's it's a uh, she sings a lot about thrones. Uh, the shit she... that I've seen, you don't have that many. <laughs> Can we get off this? Yes, fine. Heaven this, and hell. This available. conversation is at its max. <laughs> Heaven and hell coming next week. <laughs> uh, God. On Spotify and in real life. Facts. <laughs> anyway, well, um, back to legends, because that's the right. subject of this uh, podcast. Very true. Brad's queen and my recent queen, Miss Kylie Minogue, T. Kylie. <laughs> performed Say Something for the first time ever? First time ever. First time on ever. American soil, no less. Well, virtually. Now, I will just say this. I may have had input in this. Oh, is this an exclusive? We'll just say that. Um, I was asked, would you? And I said, absolutely, yes. And then a day later, booked Kylie Minogue. So I don't know if that's actually my impact, but I did have input. Um, anyway, so. Well, thank you a million times over. That was fighting for gay rights mm-hmm. and people were killed. Quite literally. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> she performed Say Something and it was filmed on an actual 80s BBC news camera, which I thought was so fucking cool. She like Very really cool. gave us the fantasy of the era Yes, I loved the count in from the producer. I loved the smattering of applause at the beginning and the end. It was very like authentically, yeah. you know, beamed in from a different time. She gave us visuals that were just like the video, like sort of galactic glitter goodness. And uh, I, you know, I was just, I could tell from the hair thrashing and the movement. It's like, God, she wants to be out there so bad, and so do we. Like she, she thrives in front of a live audience, and I, I just, you know, I want, I want her to have that. But this was an amazing start for her, and I'm shocked that it was on Fallon because notoriously the U.S. is trash and does not respect her. But uh, we, we got a moment with her, which is wonderful. Obviously, I'm bitter that it couldn't have happened in person because we would have gotten a little interaction, but it's fine. Yeah, I really like this a lot. And I will say this song, I feel, for me at least, has consistently been enjoyable throughout the summer. Like, I find myself still going back to it and feeling joy listening to it. And then this added, you know, gave us a visual. I loved how it seems like it was done in all one take. And Yeah, she said it was. Yeah, well, it... It just felt like I was watching a live performance in the 90s. Like, the green screen was live. There was no editing. It was just, like, imperfectly perfect, Yeah, that imper- makes sense. Yeah. yeah, there were flaws in it that, that were appreciated. Like, right. The way the projections were, totally. Super I organic. Like yeah. Just, you know, creative and different. Yeah. So I loved it for her, and it sounds like she just did an interview actually on Andy's show, Radio Andy, and she said that they just shot the video for single two, 
which should be coming soon before the album drops in November. So there'll be more disco on the way, and I cannot wait. I'm obviously diehard and looking forward to anything Kylie does. And uh, yeah. Also vocals. Can we just say that? I was like kind of shocked. I was like, oh. Yeah, she she sings. She's a singer. She she sings, and uh, this song lends itself to that, and she sounds great. And if you haven't checked it out, there's a wonderful acoustic version where she also belts out. Um, yeah, she gets to do that with this song, which is good. So very proud of her. Um, and the comments were all, at least at when I first watched, like all the people were like, oh my God, Kylie Minogue, like she looks and sounds so great. It's like, yeah, I fucking know. Like, yeah. I like, remember Locomotion? That's and I'm like, point. oh my God. Yeah. Ooh, that's, yeah. But you know, can't get this you know, one like, out of my head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's like such a bizarre frame of reference that that we know her from. Like locomotion can't get you out of my head, and maybe I feel like get out of my way had like a stink, a distinctly like gay club moment. Chocolate. Oh well, I love chocolate, but I don't think this is like the chocolate commercial. <laughs> that's true. Maybe the general public does know chocolate. I wish. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> the local just jumped out. Um, the LT local. Yeah. So uh, look that one up. And uh, also on TV performances, Miss Taylor, Folklore, number one album of 2020. Mm-hmm. She performed mm-hmm. Betty. Yeah, Betty, the gay anthem, which the fans have decided is gay, even though it's written from uh, the perspective of a man. Um, we're taking it as a gay anthem anyway. Thank you, Taylor. And uh, I thought she did a fantastic job. It kind of it was a back to basics, just an, and I think it really actually was cool that she got to perform like in an empty, you know, in the it was was it the Grand Ole Opry maybe, um, just kind of eerie that way, and just got to be the most stripped down she's been in a very long time. You know, sort of like appeases the country audience by being like, look, it's just her and a guitar, nothing special. It works for her. It does. It works for this album and. Uh, yeah, she made some lyrical changes so that it didn't have any swear words for the the locals. And uh, I just thought it was a nice little um, a tribute to who she was at the very beginning of her career. Yeah. No pop star fanciness. And now it's cold outside, so get your cardigans on, girls. It's Yes, once again, watch the Dachshund TikTok. Just get your little cardigan on, get your glass of wine, and yeah. look out the window and think about... Um, Someone who left you and <laughs> your social life, your social life, anything, it's Dreams, all gone. And, aspirations, uh, yeah, because that's what I am so into folklore still. I really am. Desaturate 100%. Desaturate your photos and get this together. Yeah, what was that tweet? It was like, um, someone changed the lyrics of not the lyrics, that was the caption of Kim Richards saying. Why don't you have a piece of bread and maybe you'll calm down? And they changed it to, why don't you go step on a crunchy leaf and feel <laughs> alive or something? And it was something with like fall. And I just was thinking of that the other day when I was walking in the park. I like stepped on one crunchy leaf and I was like, oh my God, folklore. <laughs> hey Siri, can you please play cardigan? <laughs> Yeah, it's certainly that time, and I feel like it's just going to get more spins. She she's timed it right. Yeah, she owns this season now, and uh, so does Blackout. So mm-hmm. that's true. Just listen to you that this morning. Mm-hmm. 
Well, anywho, so speaking of TV, we had a moment from the past in something new on the Drew Barrymore show, a <laughs> reunion of the original. Wait, no, shit, it's not the original. The, the second the reboot, the, but reboot. the beloved. 2000s reboot, yeah, of Charlie's Angels. Yes. And one of them was not really there, but it's fine. And it was They exposed. made it look like it, was yes. it? Yes. Yeah, on Twitter, um, everyone, there was a viral tweet that showed that she was green screened in. Yeah, someone was like, oh my God, Cameron Diaz is a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, made it, it makes it weird in retrospect, but it was very heartwarming to see them all getting emotional talking to each other. Yeah. Um, just especially Queen Lucy Lou, but the three of them like continue to have a bond and Drew gets like very verklempt about their like relationship over the years. And uh, I, you know, I really liked that. Now I will say if you've watched any of the Drew show past that, it has gone on to become quite a Twitter hit for maybe the right reasons. I, Rich Jezriak just did one of his iconic, iconic um, uh, little what do you call them mashups Co- mashups compilations and it really captures the essence of this show which is drew barrymore screaming and um just being so so over the top um can i, I just shout it's... out rich for a second here i need to give oh. some credit here for the girls. early internet pioneer of of like memes and viral shit rich juz at rich juz he is the reason why I started reality TV gifts. Like he is the original VH1.com gif wall creator. I'm talking yeah. like drag race season one, season yep, two, yep, yep. those iconic gifts of Juju B where she's in the wind and her lashes are falling off. <laughs> that was rich. The Mariah, Especially the Mariah stuff. Oh my God. The Mariah HGTV, HSN, whatever it's called, mashups. Mm-hmm. An OG internet meme creator, 1000% inspired me. So we have to shout out Rich for a second. And yeah, he yes, did. Yes. He did. Uh, what, his tweet said something like, it's only been a week. And it was just <laughs> yeah, a mashup yeah. of the Drew Barrymore show. And it was so fucking funny i mean he's truly an icon an icon it's very uh i don't know if this is going to go the way of like hey paula in that it will be like notorious rather than like you know kelly clarkson show is a good show and everything but this is like gonna be known in a different way like right (laughs) for like i cannot believe we did this for a season maybe i don't know Um, I mean, I lo- like I have nothing against Drew. I love, love, love Drew. Her energy is so, so over the top in this show, and the writing is so corny. Um, and but like in a funny, endearing way that I have no idea where this is really going to go. But like her just shouting out her Taco Newsday or whatever oh that was. God. Look at the little graphic. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say though, like to get that much press on social media for free in your premiere week. There you go. Is yep. something else. I mean, like, has anyone else had that kind of a crazy, like... No, I don't think so. I, for free? No, free? No. <laughs> so I feel like it's a good sign of at least it's entertaining. Yeah. Um, it's making good memes. And 
you know, we'll see. She seems genuinely shocked that she has that job. She just, all of it is just like, I can't believe they're letting me do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love how it was like the second day. And she was like, I love this job so yes. much. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, the paint is still wet. Oh, God. The, paint, the virtual paint is still wet. They just green screened Cameron in. Yeah. Oh, it did give me a laugh. That mashup was so good. Oh, my God. I'm just thinking about his uh, Mariah mashup. I mean, that's where we get, like, retro moment of gypsy whatever and mm-hmm. all those things. Festive. Festive and, hot, like, all of that. Like, I really feel like he yeah. did the, the early groundwork for that. So Yeah, there's the moment mashup and there's the festive. Uh, exactly. Um, and I think he did the little... Um, the like glossary of five dollar words that she uses in her songs too. I think he did like an article of all the songs, all the the like five syllable words she uses. Iconic. <laughs> Another thing for you guys to look up in addition to the Valium Village Vine compilation is mm-hmm. Rich Juz's compilations of whatever moments of moments. Yes, moments um, and moments. Well, in addition to television and music, we also have some short films that just yes, came films. out. Cinema, heard of it? Yeah. Now, um, Mumus is exposed for not watching this next one, but... Yeah, that's true. Um, Paris Hilton came out with the documentary. We are... I um, wrote in the Discord, has anyone watched this? So we'll be discussing on Discord... But for those of you who did watch it, I finished it this morning. Um, I thought the uh, storyline and like the stuff that is revealed was shocking. I did not expect it to go and talk about the things that it talked about. Mm-hmm. I cried. I've had a very sensitive week. I love her. <laughs> I'm like, just my overall thoughts. But um, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I see a lot of reactions being shock that her voice isn't real and that she's smarter than she appears and i'm sort of like at what point as a society are we going to get past that narrative because i feel like there's been a cover story where she talks about that for the past decade oh yeah and everyone is like i had no idea and i'm like at what point is that not shocking anymore like we know but maybe it's maybe just the gays i don't know but i'm like well, you know, if more people are going to hear about it, good, because it should be common knowledge by now. But, yeah. you know, you can't just build an empire like that being an actual ditz. So, yeah. And when you know. she talks about, you'll see when you watch it, but like, yeah. she talks about how she feels like she's just a cartoon. Right. Well, and it was just really interesting because you see a look into like how she actually feels as a human. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just very eye-opening, and I don't know. I mean, I also had an incredible experience with her, like, working with her. So, I don't know. Like, you can just tell she's a genuine, good soul. And so, I just am proud of her, and yeah. Well, I'll have to look that one up. No, I'm going to look yeah. it up. I'm going to watch it over the weekend. She, I didn't even realize that she did um, Tomorrowland. She played at t- the festival, Oh, yeah. No, she really does the DJ thing, like actual. Like, she really has made the round. So. Yeah. It's also interesting. I, I, There's, like, you see how nervous she is. We'll have to, we'll have to follow up on this because I'm very yes. interested in, like, discussing it. But, like, there's something very fascinating about seeing a celebrity who is extremely nervous. Right, because it's just not, you're not supposed to think that they, they feel anything when they, they're just supposed to be confident all the time. Right. Um. 
Also, uh, we have not discussed her album on here yet. So I think that needs to um, start another change.org petition if you would like us to deep dive (laughs) into Paris Hilton's self-titled album. Yes, we definitely got, um, and I do believe it's because of the documentary, we got quite a few requests for it. So I think Mm -hmm. that will be our next deep dive. It seems like it's fan demanded and Lord knows we, we listen to a fan demand. So we We still haven't done autobiography. Okay. Well, we listen eventually. We still haven't done the album swap. You know what? It's a year. Fan demands. (laughs) Frankly, we don't give a fuck. So, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, you know, it's just, it's only 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Um, (laughs) There's only 24 hours. (laughs) But like literally, Literally. Also, this past week alone has felt like eternity. Yes. Well, that's quarantine for you. But um, also, in addition to her album, we need to discuss the one-off singles because she references "Come Alive" in the documentary. Like she uh, is like, you know, the nightlife. It just really makes me come alive. And I was like, oh, I know no. what you did there. Like, oh, <laughs> so good. I will get on it immediately. Um. Yeah. Well. The short film of the week. Shall we discuss yes. the girls are all discussing? Yes. 911 by My Stephanie Jeromato. <laughs> yes, Stephanie Jeromato has returned from Chromatica with a new short film. And it is quite different in tone than Stupid Love and Rain on Me. Uh, directed by Tarsum. Uh, who did The Cell and The Fall. It is a Chromatica 2 into 911 moment. She, I think the team heard loud and clear that that was by far the most memed musical moment of this album. Like, everyone turned that into a crash meme. Yep. Another strike from Twitter from it, well, that I got. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, that was too soon. But. The um, Jade Jolie versus Alyssa Edwards. That was fucking so iconic. Like... I need to post it on Discord because that was such you a good do. edit and it got deleted. You d- you really do. Ugh. But in any case, this was not copyright stricken yet. Um, this is nine one one, and okay, we can we can debate you go this. first. My whole thing is, you know, first of all, I love an unexpected moment. I love disappointment and shock, and like in film when it's just doesn't it twists your expectations. So. This was already straight up my alley. It's sort of like how I really liked um, One Last Time from Ariana, and I don't think a lot of people liked that. I Um, love that video. Okay, but sort of the same here. And I think it's really important to have the backstory about Gaga's actual experience. So 911 is about her pills, her antipsychotics that she takes because she very publicly talked about the fact that she has had a psychotic break, at least one that she's talked about where she was brought in screaming into the urgent care and that she was fully dissociating and um, needed to take medicine that saved her life. I do not doubt this at all. I think being a pop star of that caliber makes you have a break from reality for sure. I think that's not surprising um, where you start to not even know what's real or not. Um, So yes, the video is for two thirds of the way, sort of a surrealist. uh, It's inspired by... Um, different uh, directors, especially um, the movie The The Color of Pomegranates. And there's a lot of visual cues and references to that movie and um, 
uh, Federico Fellini, like eight and a half. Um, and I think it's like Lady Gaga in art pop mode. And then we get the twist, not to spoil it for everyone, but uh, we get the twist that the whole time that was just a very surreal illusion of the actual moment that she's living, which is she had just gotten into an accident. There are people dead. There are people who are badly injured and she's screaming out, I forgot to take my pills. I don't want to die. She is blood curdlingly screaming. It is very, very unsettling. And that's how it leaves you. And I love it. I know you had a different reaction. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, okay. So let me start off by applauding the applaud, applaud, directing, applaud. the concept, the cinematography, the visuals, the, the way that she created this, what I think was representing her, on the brink of death mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and these visuals of what I think were meant to be some sort of a heaven experience where she was on the brink of death. And these are the visuals that she's getting, but they're actually related to the characters that are in this real life accident that you see at the end, the imagery of her when she is floating in the air and the man has her ankle tied and pulls her back down. I think from a creative standpoint, it is brilliant. I think the imagery, and I will say I only watched it once, but I did go on a Twitter thread that covered all of the, um, the visual connections like between the different scenes. But on like a real note here, the video was extremely triggering for me and I was very unsettled by it. The screaming, the blood, um, the scene of the, um, the gurney and the airbag. Like I just, um, I'm very sensitive, I think, especially this week. And I think it just, and I think this is actually a positive thing because the fact that she was able to trigger that reaction out of me, which I'm sure I'm not the only one, Mm -hmm. Um, I literally was sobbing at the end of it. So I'm just going to give you guys my full real experience. I'm not going to bullshit here and be like, oh my God, yes, Gaga Slay. Oh my God, it's amazing. Um, It really like, it actually genuinely made me extremely upset because it was so real, if that makes sense. Like despite Mm -hmm. the actual, you know, these beautiful imageries of her floating and the crown and the fashion and these characters that have these like, um, like illusionary things the end scene with the screaming and the blood, like that is that that is real. Like it was almost too real for me. Yeah, and so I think I was just personally triggered. Yeah, I don't. I guess I almost was feeling the chromatica fantasy because it was removing me to something right. else. Right. So this was almost like oh, too real. Like, but right. I'm not. That's not a knock on Gaga. That's not a knock on the video or the directing or whatever, I think it's actually a good message for people to see because it's very shocking. Um, I think just with everything in the news this week, combined with what happened to me last week, mixed with just like, you know, everything going on in the world, I was like, oh, blood, death, sirens, screaming. Um, I would love to uh, stay on Chromatica for a little bit longer. You know, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the pinks and the, and the crystals and the glitter and the, the thousand doves and, um, you know, Wendy dancing in the park and the cheap jock straps. Um, yeah, yeah. If that makes like, I, 
totally was like a selfish, oh my God, this is too real. Yeah. I'm sad. I'm depressed. I've been crying for like two days slash I actually disassociated from like my incident that I had last week. And so I think I just, yeah. I mean, that's completely fair. Not to end this episode on a negative Debbie Downer moment. Well, I think, number one, I think that means the art was successful because art is supposed to trigger a reaction. So I think that's a good thing. I do think it did come at a time when I I pointed out that Chromatica was ultimately it is an empowering album and it is a very joyous album, but it is rooted in a lot of trauma and unpacking all that. And 911 is very misleadingly chipper and sort of like up, but it's about an antipsychotic. Yeah. So it's like, in this case, she decided to take, you know, Rain on Me really could have been very dark because that's also about like overcoming a lot of bullshit and like she could have illustrated that but instead it was sort of like triumphing and dancing over it but in this case um she really flipped the script on it and in my opinion i think one of the cool things she did is there are so many people who kind of i mean and sometimes this criticism is valid because sometimes she's done the most but a lot of people just say she's just being weird or extra for extra's sake but I think the cool and the beginning of the the video is that like it's very like none of this makes sense like why is that person holding that like it, it was very like almost frustrating to me because I was like you're just doing things to do it I get that these might be like references to art but it didn't make sense and then when you think of the connections it becomes very very cool and calculated and interesting because it's like literally that is the car and like that is even there's a blue streamer that flies up in the air and that's the same as the hydrant blasting water like yeah the ankle the, the red are, yeah the it's red ankle bracelet was where she was totally. injured so i think it really flipped the script on the criticism that she's just doing it to do it i thought that was really clever and i think which Maybe I do think she did in the past, though, to be fair. Oh, like, I do think yes. sometimes in the past, and little monsters, get your claws off of me. I've had a tough week. I don't need it. <laughs> um, I do think she went over the top, and there wasn't necessarily, like, meaning. But it mm-hmm. is, what you just said is, like, so true. Every single piece of fabric, art, things that people are wearing, doing, holding, etc., there's a visual tie together like everything is smart in this and i don't even think that you know that might be the case always but i don't know that she was successful in communicating it always like she probably has an essay for why every single thing was picked in every video but this one actually communicated exactly the choices that she made so i thought it was really successful and then you know any sort of like criticism about it being messy or awkward I also think you have to have some mercy about the fact, some grace that this is still shot during Corona. So God knows there might've been better quote unquote effects and stuff. Was but it? Yes. Yeah. She did it all during now. Oh, see, I actually yes. didn't even notice. Like I thought this was like packaged and like ready to go. Oh, wow. No, she said the crew made this safely during the pandemic without anyone getting sick and they oh. did it. Yeah. So I think, you know, if you feel that something looks a little green screened or weird, like I, there has to be a little mercy there because she literally did this. Exactly. So I give props to that. And then kind of to your point and maybe leading on a positive note, even though it is triggering for sure, and especially for some people who have been through a traumatic accident or something like that. I think it is a really good reminder that everyone's perception is different of life and sometimes dramatically or even 
you know, mind alteringly. So like, you know, we always talk about, and it's, it's been a mental health theme throughout this whole podcast and beyond. You don't really know what somebody's experience is as a stranger. They could be going through a psychotic break. They could be going through something. And I think this is just a good lesson of like somebody just caused an accident. You don't even know if they just weren't looking or if they're literally going through the most. So it was a violent wake up call of like a reminder that everyone's moving through this world differently. And also a little grace for her who, you know, I think we kind of write off a lot of things on the internet because it doesn't feel real and stuff like that. But like a psychotic break is no joke. I do. I 5,000% believe that somebody who's rushed from stage to stage to and doing all these avant-garde sort of lose grasp of reality, that is not surprising to me. So I think it's just... If anything, it's a success story because it says she's finally able to talk about it and share that story. So I, I think it's, I don't know, I'm just becoming a little monster, hardcore right now, but I, I'm just really into no, it. No, I agree and, with you um, a lot. I, but yeah, it's just like the actual visual is hard to stomach. Yeah, like what you just said, where you're like, you don't know what someone's experiences are. I think the fact that it did shock me so much, I actually was like, oh, wow, I am realizing now that I have PTSD from ambulance noises that I never had before because in the city, like, you know, you hear it's all the time. time. But like, I, there was something about like the lights and I was like, oh my God, I was like, I, it sent me into this like very, um, yeah. So it's, I don't know, but like you said, I I agree. It's, it's a sign that the art was so successful because it triggered such a strong reaction in me. And I think I just really wanted that from Gaga. Not that I wanted it to be traumatic, but I wanted uh, her to have a successful uh, um, reaction to something that isn't just, like no shade to stupid love, but it is just dancing. And it's, it's not, it's not her highest moment in my opinion. Stupid love is fun, but it's not uh, particularly enlightened or anything like that. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't. But I think it's cool that she had a moment where there was something deeper than just dance music to it, especially because 911 is arguably like one of the more like, I don't want to call it silly, but it's like such a silly kind of sound, you know, it's like so monotone or I don't know how to describe that song. What is the reference of the keeping the dolls in the boxes? Dolls is another word for pills. Okay. See, there we go. So... There, it, it all comes. Yeah, it's literally about her, her, her pills, her sanity, and that makes it just. It's got a very dark underline, yeah, undertone that song. So, I, I thought it was because I also think it was cool that she didn't make a big deal of the two chromatica two to nine one one transition. Like she didn't really like it is like she enters that town or or whatever it might be, um, and that's kind of like where the song kicks off, but. I think it's cool that she didn't just make it a meme, kind of. Yeah. Like, she kind of reclaimed that song a little bit. I actually thought the um, transition when she turns her head was symbolic of the break. Like, her switching from, like, whatever, you know, like, like a psychotic break or whatever it was that she experienced, like, that made her have this quote-unquote accident. Like, I actually was like, oh, wow. Like, that was... Yeah, like, I... It's a transition, but I feel like it didn't, like, I feel like I run, like all of the transitions were like some impact or something like yeah, a smack of some kind. And this was an interesting way to, to do that. But yeah, in, in short, 
I am here for Cinematic Gaga, and I think she accomplished what she set out to do with this. Yeah. I, I think that um, she did hint a line of replay in one of her Instagram captions. I could see that coming. I could see Babylon. I, but I, I don't think the story's over for Chromatica. I no. think we're going to get She'll definitely do like an uplifting. She, she needs to do a thousand doves for you. Okay, I was just gonna say, um, <laughs> a piano version into regular. Despite this being very like uh, triggering for me, and I will not rewatch it, but <laughs> a nice segue into what would happen next would be a thousand doves <laughs> lifting her up yep. from that gurney into whatever's next. I'm just saying. Oh, for sure. Even a direct. There is a story uh, here. There is a story. We can have, I feel like in life, we have ups and downs. That was a down. You know, it was a moment, but a thousand doves can come and save her. Maybe. I definitely think so. And I think that she is one who ultimately is a message of empowerment always. And so even though she tells, I mean, she kind of cries and gets beaten up and all these things a lot um, in her videos. Like they're very... Yeah. Intense. Um, so also, I don't. Can everyone stop doing the slamming your head on the pillow, please? <gasps> oh, can. Is that not so weird? Like, that he you died, watched? you assholes. Like, okay. Thank you for bringing that up because I don't understand how you watch that full video and think that's the moment that I want to recreate. Like, this very jarring scene of somebody smacked up against a like, steering wheel. I'm so triggered. The conservative mommy's jumping out. I. That's an airbag. Uh, they just want to, you know what? I I know I'm right. They just want to do it because it involves them being ass up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the real reason. It gets to show off your ass. Not me. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I would not recreate that moment. That, that seems very weird to me that, that you, you watch that video and you're like, that's funny. I, I don't know. know. I keep Everyone's seeing it on TikTok up. and I'm like, oh God, thank God they're banning it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Okay, but I will say that let's end on a high note because, like, I don't want to be sad. Yeah. This is a podcast about legends. Heaven knows. We're all going to have fun. (laughs) I think, though, um, this goes back to what I said at the end of, um, I forget what episode it was at this point. I don't even know what day it is. Um, But I talked about my uh, come to whatever Godney moment with our Stephanie and how I've had this journey with her. But I feel like mirroring what you said before about how this message is clear, it is concise, it is smart. Like this era that we're in right now, I feel is one of her best eras ever. Yeah, for sure. Like hands down, like point blank period, aside from the fame, which is like, will always be like the best. But yeah, there's some nostalgia there though. Yeah. But she's really doing it. For sure. A hundred percent. And the other thing is, God knows, God knows what would have been there like without Corona. So that's always a little like, my, it surely was going to be huge. But everything happens for a reason. <laughs> right. Next week on Legends Only, let's discuss all of the things that could have been. <laughs> I think we should have that conversation. I think we should. No, I want to go back to Chromatica. I think she'll take us back to Chromatica yeah, for sure. Those a thousand doves will lift her back up. She doesn't need a plane. <laughs> I also like I ran out of time. I don't even I didn't even finish my rain on me piece for Adobe. Oh. There's still four days left. You're fine. I'll try and figure it out. Should I just call out of work for four days? Be like, um sorry I'm busy. 
and then I, I have just, a Chromatica emergency. A <laughs> I just emergency. tweet Adobe <laughs> X. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, um, next week we have the return of Wendy Williams um, oh on my Monday. God. Is she in the studio? Yeah, she's back. Oh. Did you see that moment oh. with uh, Seth Meyers? Yes. Oh, how could I forget? So I, he's like, um, if you guys didn't see it, he asks her if she misses talking to people in the studio and she just pauses and she's like, huh? <laughs> and then he just starts laughing. Cause like, obviously that's the point. And she's just like, yeah. <laughs> so I am excited. I actually feel like I'll probably have a better week next week because when yeah, will be I back. Th- I think so. You know, and um, then we have Mariah's book at the end of the next week. So, yeah, things are coming up, and there's there's a lot of releases happening. So we'll have much to discuss. Yeah. Well. Until then. What was we that? will see you soon. What was that? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.